Good morning, Survivors, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien, and it's day 1065 since we came back on the air. What's the news, Max? Listeners, yesterday we witnessed what might be the strangest thing we've seen so far in the zombie apocalypse, and let me tell you, that's a strong statement. We stand by it, however, because what we saw yesterday was a parade of zombies. And I don't mean that in the metaphorical sense of it being just a long line of zombies shambling along. I mean it was an actual parade. Yes, someone with far too much time on their hands actually managed to organize a small group of zombies, about a dozen or so, into something resembling a straight line, got them to hold various musical instruments, put bunting and other decorations on them, and sent them out. I will have to say that the whole setup struck me as pretty clever. As we all know, zombie movement looks random, but isn't completely random. Zombies are influenced the most by sounds, and will alter their course to investigate things they hear. Less important seems to be sight and smell, and all indications are that the only thing zombies can feel is water when it touches their skin. So, to keep these zombies all moving in the same direction for the parade... Whoever did this had put those heavy-duty hearing protection headsets on them, like the kind people used to use at airports or on a shooting range. Clever it may be, but I can't imagine going through all that. The level of risk of getting that close to multiple zombies to put that much stuff in their hands or on their bodies is off the charts. Not to mention, as we've talked about on this broadcast before, it's undignified. I would imagine that with that much stuff on them, whoever did this must have found a way to immobilize them long enough to do everything at once and then set them out. Oh, I wonder if they might have driven them into a swimming pool or something. That might work. Get them all in a big body of standing water. As we all know by now, the zombies fly into an uncontrollable rage in conditions like rain or fog. But if you immerse them in water completely, then they go into a kind of torpor. If you could get them all in the pool, then you could, in theory, dress them up in whatever you wanted, then drain the pool and send them on their way. Still sounds like a giant waste of time and horribly risky, though. Maybe, but if attention was what they wanted, then they certainly got it. I wonder if the parade used to be bigger, but maybe a few of them had actually wandered off? Even without sound stimulus, it's hard to imagine zombies walking in a straight line like that forever. At any rate, listeners, we get it. We want not just a return to something resembling normalcy. We want something to celebrate. We want parades and parties just as much as anybody else out there. But dressing up zombies in weird outfits isn't the way to do it. It's a perversion of a celebration and what a parade is even for. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is a parade for? I mean, you're the history buff. How did stuff like this get started? I'm not sure, actually. Parades have been a thing in human society for so long that it's hard to know exactly when they started or when the first one was. They're usually celebrations, but they can also be for other things. Military parades, holidays, protests, although that last one is usually called a march. And here's something else that's always bugged me. Why do they call them parade floats? They don't float, they're usually on wheels, so they roll. Oh, this one I can answer. 
it's because originally they were decorated barges that were either towed along canals by people on shore with ropes or were propelled by people rowing. Having people on board rowing was really risky, though, because they were prone to capsizing. Later, when people wanted to have floats that weren't near canals, they put them on wagons and had them pulled by horses or carts. And later, most of them just had engines of their own. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's not just land-based stuff, either. I've heard of parades of aircraft, parades of boats. I mean, really, anything that you can line up and have several of could be a parade. The longest one I've ever heard of was the Hanover Schutzenfest in Germany. It could get to be over seven miles long, had over 12,000 participants from all over the world, and would have over 100 bands and 70 floats. That sounds like quite a party. 12,000 people just in the parade? Imagine the spectators. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal over there. I hope we don't get anybody trying to do a seven-mile parade of zombies. We already had to put up with Medusa, that horde that came through a while back. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Anyway, listeners, that's the lesson for today. Don't start zombie parades. It was an interesting sight to see, but not worth the risk to whoever did it or to anybody along the way. We'll be back tomorrow with more news, but until then, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.